Warning, this episode contains some explicit language. Welcome to the Venture Mentality Podcast. We're bringing you the insights and interviews from top entrepreneurs and high performers on how to reach your goals and overcome your challenges. Hosted by 18-year-old high school student and entrepreneur, Jacob O'Connor. Now, let's get right into the show. Hey, what's up, guys? You're listening to the Venture Mentality Podcast, and I'm your host, Jacob O'Connor. Today joining us, we have a man with an amazing story. His name is Chase McAneer. This man went from homeless to multi-CEO, and it all started with real estate. What's up, Chase? What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing well, and I'm glad you can join us today. Yeah, so am I. And to start things off, as always, could you give us kind of for just 45 seconds of context with how you got started and kind of build up to where you are now? Uh, yeah. I mean, just like anybody else, I was in high school. Your parents want you to go to college. Everybody in high school is going to college. Uh, your teachers are there to brainwash you to go to college. You name it. Uh, everybody was pointing me to college, and that's the route that I thought I was going to take until I, uh, I actually graduated, and it became real. This is real life. So, you know, first couple weeks in real life, I, uh, it started to weigh on me heavily. Like, what am I actually going to do? Am I going to go to college like everybody else? Or am I going to make moves, you know, based on the confidence I have with myself? So really my story just starts out with me talking to an attorney that was actually a property attorney, um, dealing with real estate brokers left and right. And that was super important to have a conversation with him because that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go to law school. I wanted to become an attorney, right? So really the conversation that changed my whole life is when he told me that he was seeing seeing real estate brokers make more money than him and not have to go to school for it. So in my mind, that clicked, right? I just got eight years of my life, a salary in my mind that's greater than the job I was chasing. So that's pretty much what what snapped into play right there. Um, And then then I had a conversation with my parents. Uh, They didn't like that. I told them I wasn't going to college because they're not going to pay for it. I'm not paying for it either. There's, There's no way not going into debt if I don't have to, right? So I told them I'm going to be a real estate broker. They did not like that at all. Um, There was already pretension in the house with my baby sister, you know, my parents, uh, my mom and my stepdad, you know, they have their own problems with the relationship. And I felt like the the family punching bag, if you will, right? Um, Anyway, super uncomfortable situation. And uh, to, to sum that up quickly, I had, um, I had a, uh, an ultimatum. Uh, basically in regards to like time, do this or else. Um, And I didn't, I didn't meet it. Uh, I was playing video games. I was working at Buffalo Wild Wings, just being a kid. And um, long story short, they ended up kicking me out and I slept in a car, slept at people's houses. Um, And all this happened because I decided to take a risk on myself. And so going going against the grain, here I am. Uh, A few months later, I ended up getting my real estate license. I uh, start saving up that money, eventually start renting a place, um, you know, and really just maximizing what my talent is. My talent is talking and and helping people. Um, People like to think that real estate's all about property, and I'm sorry, but I think it's all about people. Uh, So when you focus on people and making their, you know, their dreams or their goals come to fruition, your life, well, um, I don't know. Mine, Mine tend to be bless, blessing after blessing, right? And then I just saved up money, opened up other businesses and invested money into myself and uh, my brand, really. And, you know, I, I've owned and ran several businesses. And uh, that's, that's kind of the gist on everything, right? Just everybody told me no. And I said yes. And, you know, half of those people work for me now. 
it's such an amazing story and there's definitely a lot of things there that I want to hit on. But to start it off, I wanted to talk about what it was like living on your own, kind of living out of cars, sleeping in there and, you know, being basically homeless, like, like you said, what, what was that like? And did, how did you maybe regain that sense of hope from that, such that low point? Yeah. So, I mean, naturally when I have something to do, when I, when I focus on one thing, I am uneasy until it is done. So in, in, in this case, I'm talking about getting my license. I am not test taker, school guru. School taught me how to convince people to do the work for me. And that's kind of what I'm, what I'm doing now, but uh, in a much better, a better way, right? So um, anyways, sleeping in a car uh, is a lot of motivation, right? It's almost like, I don't know, it, it really just pushed me to get my license quicker and to perform better. And really, it created this type of bitterness that I actually find um, a very, I, I actually think it's a positive thing for me to have that kind of like, you know, you got to prove them wrong. You got to, you got to become a fucking man. Right. So I really just um, was fueled off of that. Um, but if you're going to talk about like how I felt like inside, you know, dealing with all that, man, like that was the hardest point of my life. Um, I felt abandoned. I felt like my, my mom, my own mom, you know, was, was given up on me. And, um, you know, that's, that's not cool. I, I lost my, bo my biological father when I was 10 years old. So I already lost a parent there. And, uh, that was devastating and dramatic, um, traumatic too. It still affects me today on, you know, the way I live my life. And then here I am facing, you know, my mom kind of giving up on me. Right. So it's like, you know, I just felt like I, I lost two of the biggest, you know, pieces on the, on the, you know, in my game of chess, which I call life, you know, so it, it was fucking devastating, man. Like it was, it was, it was horrible. I was so insecure and, and not confident with myself physically. I was fat, you name it. Like just, it was really just like the shittiest time of my life. Right. So. And there, there's a lot of entrepreneurs and just people in general that go through stuff similar to this and they hit this kind of rock bottom area. So I think it's really important for you to kind of also talk about how you regain that sense of hope and, you know, maybe that can spark something for someone listening to this. Yeah. To be honest, man, I know technically what I do is, is being an entrepreneur, but I, I really don't like that word. I actually think that um, social media and a lot of people out there have really tainted that, that word. So I, if you're going to call me anything, you know, I prefer like maybe like a, a business owner, a multi-business owner, or really just gee, dude, like I, I just don't round. I don't, I don't like any of that, that fake shit, but I know what you're talking about and I know what you want to hear. So, um, I used for, for my motivation or, or whatever to get out of that was, um, I, I just, I just felt like I had to, I had to prove those people wrong. Um, and I, and I knew the man that I wanted to be for the people that never gave up on me. I knew the man that I, I want to be for my, my family that I have now and the family I have to come. You know, I know the life that I want to be able to build for my wife and my kids in the future. Right. And I, I mean, that's, that's what, that's what I, that's what I thought about really. So then as you're thinking about these things, you know, it doesn't just happen in the instant and snap of a finger. It's day in and it's day out. And so maybe like, what does your day to day, like start to look like how, like little shifts maybe you start to see in your life until you're on the right track. Yeah. Listen, in, I feel like, I don't know, man, in real estate, like you're, you're only going to make it if every single real estate, there is not one person here like that in, in my city or my state that, that knows me and does not know that I do real estate. Right. So what I'm saying is every day I'm representing in marketing, like, like me as a whole, I wear a suit to the movie theater if I want, just so people ask me, what do you do for work? 
like all the time. I go to the grocery store in suit. I have my little realtor pin right here. I became my business. Every second, every conversation, every time I was in the gym, I'm in the sauna. The only reason I'm asking these people what they do for work is so that they ask me. And so by the time, you know, that five little, that five minute sauna session is over, every motherfucking person in that room knows that I do real estate. So my day to day just became marketing myself. I am my business. That's really important. I think that, um, personal branding, you know, whether it's online or in person has become a really big thing lately. Like you represent yourself, whoever you are, that's reflection on yourself and your business. Yes, I agree. You, something you said earlier kind of struck me when you were talking about real estate, you said to focus on the people, not on necessarily the property. Could you kind of break that down for me? Yeah, dude. I, uh, dude, I just got back from a very, very intense situation that I'm in right now. And, um, long story short, there's like dominoes. It's like a domino effect of all these properties that need to close. Well, the first domino backed out last minute and that's going to fuck every other domino unless I can fix it on the first, right? So, so what I'm doing is I'm putting myself and my profits aside and I'm bringing in an investor, one of my investors to purchase this listing. I won't make any commission on the, on the buying and then when he goes to sell it. So like that's a fat loss for me in time, in money. But why am I doing that? For these people, dude, so that they can move on in their life. Dude, I, the wife, her, her, she's just, she wants this house so bad, dude. And I'm not going to let God stop me you know, from getting it for her. There's just no way. I'll, I'll take the hit on my time and money just so that they can move on with their life. So putting people before myself, dude, it's, I mean, it's my brand and it's me. And I know that like when it counts, I am so selfless for the people, you know, when they need it most. That's absolutely vital. And I think that something that goes along with this is the communication skills. Like how did you personally cultivate and develop those? Um, I think that I, what you're talking about right now is what I teach about. I say your money. I'm, yeah. Your money is determined by your mouth, your communication skills. If you can talk, you will be a fucking millionaire. If, as long as you, as long as you're, you're guided and, and you're full of drive, dude, I really do believe that you can, you can change your life and, and many others, as long as you can speak, um, regarding my own personal skills, man. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's in my blood. I don't know if it's the environment, dude. It's just something that I've always done. Um, I don't know. I used to buy, you know, the kickstart energy drinks when those first came out and I was in high school, this shit was a dollar at Walmart. I picked 12 of them, sell them for four bucks a pop at, at high school. And, uh, because they're energy drinks, right? So people think, you know, you pay more for that and it's at a convenience. So I knew I could make four bucks off of it. Point being is dude, this shit, the, what I do now, what it was just, it's just, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I, I think I was born with it, dude. I think it's just in my, in my blood and it's only got, um, you know, perfected almost as my journey continues, just in bigger, you know, um, more in, intense aspects. That makes sense. And I think that kind of what you're doing with selling the energy drinks for more than what they were, and then eventually going into real estate, you're selling the energy drinks now, but you're just doing it on a much larger scale. So I think that maybe like what you're trying kind of alluding to is that the practice and the reps is kind of what got you necessarily better than where you were before at this exactly experience dude experience is everything or you can sit in a classroom and learn from people that are teaching you about shit they don't even do themselves so then what advice or what alternate route would you kind of um maybe advise people to go okay so i have i have three i have like three rules right here um i only create a business based off of three things either a connection um like a hobby 
um, or something that you're good at, like a talent. So talent, enjoy, connection. Because with those three things, you, those are such big O's to somebody um, in regards to running a business. Like if you can, if you can do those three things or, or you know, monetize a business around those three, I really do believe longevity will come your way in regards to success. Um, what I tell people before they go into college or before they make that decision is to think about those three things. Do you know anybody in an industry that, you've, that you enjoy you know, or that you like or that you think you'd be good at? And then talk to them about their, their profession. What is actually required? Do you actually have to go to school for it? Or can you go through some alternative program? How do you maximize your time? Bro, time is way more valuable than money. So one thing you can't get back, right? So I would really, really, you know, emphasize, you know, looking at all those options before just hopping on the fucking everyone train, you know? Um, also, other programs like, you know, being a, a lender, like a mortgage broker or a lender or selling insurance or stuff like that is a really, really good industry to get into in order to make, you know, above average money. And then you use that money to, you know, reinvest it in property or other things that you may be interested in. You do not. So I, know, I just be very careful before signing up for four years of school and $120,000 in debt, you know, just to get drunk and get seized probably for a majority of people. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people don't realize the fact that, that, especially in this day and age, there's other options, there's other routes for them to go besides college. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's, and that's why I call it brainwashing, dude. I mean, my high school won't even let me speak because I didn't go to college. They won't let me speak to them. So that's crazy to me. Yeah, it is. That is pretty crazy. And um, to backtrack a little bit, I wanted to touch on something that you had briefly mentioned whenever you were talking about how you split up all of the money that you make. You said that part of it, you reinvest back into yourself. So what, what did you actually mean when you say reinvest back into yourself? Okay. So when I was 18 years old and when this all started, I literally wrote a list down of the things I fucking hated about myself, like actually hated. Um, that was a, that's a huge part because in order to move more confidently, you have to feel like a G, you know? So here's a couple examples. One thing, my teeth used to be fucked up. My parents didn't get me braces, n n nor did I expect it or whatever, but it's something I needed to do. So I spent money on that. You know, I spent money on suits and, you know, a nice ish car, nice enough to, you know, to see that I'm, you know, I'm doing okay. Right. But not blow all my money like an idiot. Um, use my money to, you know, um, pay for someone that I think does a very good job with like, you know, my hair, I invested into Tempur-Pedic mattress just so my back wasn't fucked in the morning. Like just little things like that. Um, you know, and then obviously being able to afford, you know, maybe, maybe better food because I used to be super overweight. I lost 60 pounds of fat. I invested in, um, you know, just, you know, the diet and things that I felt were going to make myself more confident. That way when I'm talking to somebody, I'm not like, God, are they, are they looking at this? Are they looking at that? Like, you know, I walk in and it's like, yeah, uh-huh, I'm G kind of thing. You know, you need to feel that, especially if you own the business, you know? Yeah, it's all about creating that that positive image for yourself. Like if you're not where yeah. you want to be, like you got to get there. And so, yeah. you know, what, take us through that journey. What was it like losing 60 pounds? Bro, like I, I never thought, I've always just been the fat kid, man. Just the, the guy that swims with the shirt on, you know, don't even, it's like, uh, 
it's that's a really really personal thing for me that was that was probably one of the hardest things that i've dealt with in my life is that embarrassment of being overweight dude and and when i found something that worked for me and i just saw it coming off like just pound after pound that was an extreme um extremely motivational thing for me to just keep going and finish the job and then one day i saw I call them tummy muscles as a joke, but you know, I had abs, right? Um, and I, it was 90 days before I was going to Maui. I was taking my girlfriend at the time to Maui. And really, like, I never felt comfortable taking my shirt off, even around my girlfriend that I was with for four or five years or whatever it was. Um, so the first time that I'm, you know, I have money, I want to travel with her. I don't want to be walking around with my fucking shirt on. It's like some, you know, shop. So I, I had to do it. Not, not just for me, but, you know, I wanted to do that for her. And then, you know, um, obviously that shit didn't pan out. So now I just do it for me. So what advice would you offer anyone that might be struggling with their weight then? DM me. I'll change your life in two sentences. Like it's simple. Any, like if my shit is so simple and it's dope, like I still get to eat whatever I want when I want, you know, there's just certain things that I do that can change someone's life, you know? With that being said, where can people find you then? Uh, my, my Instagram's awesome. You know, I've got some people that manage it for most of the time. I'll get the notification. Um, but yeah, uh, just at chase McInerney is good. Seriously. Like anybody who wants help with, with, you know, um, advice or whatever with losing weight, dude, fucking reach out. I'll tell you, I'll type two sentences. If you do that shit, your life will change. You will have confidence. You get the girl that you want. You get the job that you want. It's just your life. Will once you get the confidence and that image. I'll link this in the description so anyone listening can swipe up and, you know, actually follow through with this. That's uh, perfect. So with this being said, you know, I've got one last question, but first I want to give you a little bit of background. So when you die, the only thing that matters is the difference that you made or the impact that you had. So that being said, what difference or what impact are you looking to make? What I really, what this is all about for me is to help the people and to keep something here, even when I'm gone, whether it's a program, a company, um, you know, a group of people that, you know, keep spreading, whatever it is. I want the people that were in my position when I was 18 years old to actually feel optimism. I am sick and tired of pessimistic fucks. And I know how it feels to be isolated, alone, abandoned, you know, just that, that, that feeling that I had where I was actually suicidal. I want to create a, an actual sense of hope for people and not just hope, but maybe a structure, right? On how to, how to actually believe and follow through with yourself and the things that you want. That's, that's what I would like to do. And that's kind of like what my logo stands for and stuff like that is, you know, courage. And I went against everything. And, uh, and here I am, my mom kicked me out now. She works for me. So, you know, it, it just goes to show you that if you can actually believe in yourself, amazing things can happen as long as you're competent enough to follow through. So I hope that that message um, from my life is left behind.